Do you want to lose weight? Is that one of your goals for this year? I'm not talking about losing the weight only to gain it back and then some. I'm talking about lasting weight loss. If you're answering yes, if you're nodding your head, then you need to know that one of the keys to fat loss is actually strength training. And in order to support your strength training efforts, we need to look at the nutrition side of the equation. And I'm going to focus specifically on protein today. So I'm going to be talking about things that you probably know, some things that you don't know, but you know you probably need to know. And then I'm going to cap it off with things that you don't know, you don't know, that are really important to know. (laughs) All right. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to the Happy and Healthy Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Lang. And this podcast is dedicated to my fellow women in STEM. After working in high tech for 10 years, in 2004, I became the proud owner of Pacific Heights Health Club in San Francisco, where I worked with thousands of clients over the span of 15 years to help them reach their health and fitness goals. Now I'm sharing what I've learned about what works as well as what doesn't work when it comes to making healthy habits stick. So, if you want to find out what it takes to achieve lasting weight loss, to create deep health, and feel empowered to live the life you want, you're in the right place. Episode number 167. Well, hi there, Amy here. Thank you so much for joining me today. So, this is part two of a three-part series. I am focusing on macros. So last week, I talked about carbs. Today, I'm going to talk about protein. And then next week, I'm going to be talking about fats or lipids, right? So why am I doing this? Well, in the journey to lasting weight loss, I think one of the biggest mistakes folks make is that they focus on restriction and deprivation as in basically the focus of diets as opposed to focusing on nutrition, on taking care of our bodies. So if your goal this year is to lose weight for good, to achieve lasting weight loss, and I'm talking about healthy weight loss, and healthy as in whole person health. So I do not want you to lose weight at the expense of your mental and emotional health. That's not what this podcast is about. That's not what my coaching is about. I am about helping you achieve lasting weight loss in ways that really do support your whole person. Okay. So as a former health club owner, I know that I offered lots and lots of fitness challenges with this promise of weight loss. And for those of you with a sales background, you probably know sales and marketing, you got to sell people what they want. And then maybe you kind of slip in what they need. 
So people want to lose weight and they may believe that it's through exercise that they're going to do it. But I'm going to tell you right now that when it comes to weight loss, 80% of it is really about your nutrition and 20% of it is about exercise. So your biggest bang for your buck is actually going to come from what you're eating, how much you're eating, why you're eating, all that good stuff. That doesn't negate the importance of exercise. Exercise actually provides lots of benefits, but I don't think that its primary benefit is really around losing weight. Okay. And it's a nuanced conversation. So what I want to do today in focusing on protein, I'm going to break it down into kind of three categories. One is what you probably already know, but I want to make sure we're all on the same page moving forward. And I'm not assuming that you know something that's really important that you actually don't know. Okay. So I'm going to talk about what you probably already know. I'm going to cover some things that you don't know, but maybe somewhere in the back of your head, you know, I don't know it, but I probably, it probably is something that's kind of, mm, you're aware of, put it that way. So for example, you might not know how much protein to eat, but at least that question has presented itself to you. And then I want to cover some things that I think you don't know that you don't know, but that are important for you to know. <laughs> okay. So what you do know, I'm going to say here is that when it comes to weight loss, it is actually much more about what you're eating and how much you're eating than how much you're moving. Okay. At the same time, if your goal is lasting weight loss and to be happy and healthy and strong and fit, then exercise is absolutely part of the equation. And if you're only doing cardio, then I need you to find a way to add in some strength training. If you don't know where to start, and, and I know that actually if you walk into a gym and you don't have any experience with resistance training or strength training, it can be incredibly intimidating. I know this. I saw it over and over again. I experienced it for myself. I don't know if I would say that I was intimidated as much as I was just clueless. I walked into the Yahoo Fitness Center and I knew how to use the treadmills and the bikes and the ellipticals. Someone might have to show me, you know, what to actually punch in, but pretty quickly I, I was okay. But I still remember my trainer... Asanta Burton putting me in front of a Smith machine for the first time. And I looked at her, I'm like, what the heck is this thing? <laughs> and what do you expect me to do with it? So if you don't know what to do for strength training, I've got a couple podcasts around fitness that you might want to listen to. I did one just recently about the essentials of a, a well-designed fitness program. If you want some help with that, feel free to schedule a mini coaching session with me. I'd be happy to, you know, ask you some questions and give you some guidance on, on where to go, what to look for. I would ask, I would recommend actually that just going on Instagram and following someone and doing their exercises may not be the best approach because 
that person probably doesn't know what's going on with your body unless they've actually done like a fitness consultation with you. Okay. So strength training is really important because especially if you've had a really sedentary lifestyle, if you've got one of those jobs where you sit in front of a computer or at a desk for long periods of time, as opposed to say working on a farm, okay, if that's the case, over time, you've probably been losing muscle. It's just part of the natural aging process, but when we sit all day, that process accelerates. And muscle is metabolically, metabolically much more active than fat in our bodies. So what we want to do is we want to regain muscle that we've lost and in a sense, slow down that aging process. So we're still going to end up like after the age of 35, 40, we're going to start losing muscle, but we can slow the rate at which that happens. Okay. So with muscle, okay, you are increasing, you're boosting your metabolism. And one thing that you may not know is that with strength training versus cardio, the number of mitochondria in your cells increases. That's actually what's boosting your metabolism. Okay. It also, strength training also helps to improve your insulin sensitivity. So if you are at all concerned about type 2 diabetes, it's this is going to be really helpful. And then of course, in order to build muscle, you need protein. So what I want to do and talking about protein is actually talk about what protein does inside our body. So in addition to helping build muscle, right, it actually helps to repair and build your body's tissues. So protein isn't just found in muscle. It's found in our bones. It's found in your hair, in your nails, virtually every other body part or tissue has some protein in it. Okay. Protein also helps to keep your immune system strong. So in all of this, our world of COVID and the, and the pandemic, if you're worried about getting the cold, a cold, a flu, cancer, any of those things, we want a strong immune system. So getting enough protein and getting, I would say the right kinds of protein are really, really important. Okay. Protein also catalyzes virtually all the chemical reactions in your body. We're talking everything from digestion to energy production to blood clotting and even muscle contraction. Okay. So think about that. Like everything you're in your body needs some kind of protein to make happen for your body to be functioning at an optimal level. Okay. So proteins also help to regulate gene expression, which when you think about aging and telomeres, you think about cancer, this is again, why making sure that we're, we're focusing on nutrition and not just on restriction. Okay. I actually believe that if we were to eat healthier foods, as in 
nutrient-dense foods. So nutrient-dense foods, lots of fruits and vegetables, uh, healthier fats, leaner meats, things like that, fish, all of that good stuff. A lot of the issues that we're having would actually just kind of disappear. Like cravings would go away because processed food is designed to trigger cravings. <laughs> but if you're taking care of your body's needs, I'm always talking about like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. If we're actually helping our brain and body by creating a really solid foundation, then imagine what you can build off of that solid foundation. But if the foundation is weak, it gets much, much harder. Okay. So proteins also help to maintain the pH levels in our body as well as fluid balance. So if you see those pictures of starving kids that have the distended bellies, that's usually a sign that they don't have enough protein. Okay. And then Protein also transports and stores nutrients like hemoglobin, right, is a protein that carries oxygen. So it's storing the oxygen and transporting it from, from, one, from our lungs to our cells. And last but not least, protein can also act as an energy source. So for folks who have been on a keto diet or ketogenic diet, where it's low carb or no carb, they are using, or you are using, if you're on it, you're using protein as an energy source. It's not your body's preferred source of energy, but it can be converted into what your body needs. Okay. Now, last time I talked about carbs. Actually, one thing I neglected to do last time is talk about how, how much you need. So I always say three to five servings, actually ideally five servings of fruits and vegetables per day. And when I say serving, serving size, think about the size of your fist. Okay. If you're looking at a plate, so for your meal, we're talking about half your plate to two thirds of your plate being fruits and vegetables. And then only a quarter of your plate being protein. And a serving size of protein would be about the size of your palm. Okay. Some people say deck of cards, but I think palm makes more sense because if you're a smaller person, your palm will be smaller. If you're a bigger person, more than likely your hands and feet and therefore your palms are bigger. Okay, so it's proportionate. So when you think about protein, what you need to understand in your body, because I was talking about how it catalyzes all these different chemical reactions, there are at least 10,000 different proteins that make you what you are and keep you that way. Okay, 10,000 different proteins. Some people say it's almost like 20,000. So here's something that you may not know. And it's a little bit geeky, but bear with me here. Okay. The building blocks of protein are called amino acids. Okay. These building blocks, think of them as like the alphabet. So there are about 20 different amino acids that are needed 
to build all these different kinds of proteins. So think about amino acids would be like the letter of an alphabet, and then the different proteins as being words, the different words you can make depending on the combinations, okay? Now, how many building blocks, how many letters of the alphabet are there? Well, in the case of the world of proteins, there are, again, 20 different amino acids that our body needs to make the proteins that then catalyze the chemical reactions in our body. So 20 of them, of which nine of them our body cannot actually make. So we rely on outside sources to get those nine amino acids. Those are called essential amino acids. And when I say outside sources, I just mean from the foods that we eat or from supplements, if you're taking supplements. So the other thing that you may not know is you may have heard the expression actually, complete protein. Complete protein means that those nine essential amino acids that your body can't make are found in that particular protein. So animal protein is a complete protein. So we're talking about meat, poultry, seafood, plus eggs, dairy, and soy. Those are complete proteins, okay? An incomplete protein then would have some, but not all of those nine essential amino acids. Now, what's important to know, so if, for example, you're a vegetarian or you're vegan, what you want to do is to make sure that you're combining foods in order to get those nine. So in other words, rice has some of the nine essential amino acids, but not all, and beans have some, but not all. But if you combine rice and beans, guess what? you give your body the nine essential amino acids it needs. So combining, again, combining incomplete proteins can be used to form a complete one, but you gotta make sure you get the right combination. So nuts or seeds with whole grains, for example, peanut butter on whole wheat toast, that would work. You can do whole grains with beans, like I said, rice and beans, hummus and pita bread, right? A bean-based chili and crackers or refried beans and tortillas. And then you can do beans with nuts or seeds. So you could take a salad with chickpeas and some sunflower seeds, okay? So the National Academy of Medicine recommends that adults get a minimum of 0.8 grams of protein for every kilogram of weight per day. So basically, if you were to do the conversion, we're talking about seven grams for every 20 pounds of body weight, okay? Again, I think an easier method is just to focus on like the size of your palm as a serving. And then for men, we're talking about like two servings per meal. For women, it's usually like one serving per meal. So that's kind of the scoop the 411 on protein. Now, you may have noticed I gave you some ideas about sources of protein, but I didn't give you an exhaustive list because quite frankly, 
those are things that are really easy to search for. What I wanted to do instead in this episode is give you context, help you understand how your body uses protein, why it's so important for you to get protein, so that as adult learners, I want you to be motivated intrinsically to take better care of your body and to know the kinds of questions to be asking so that you can do so. All right. So again, I talked about what you know, what you don't know, and what you don't know, you don't know. I would love to hear from you on if I hit things that you actually didn't know, or, and even more importantly, that you didn't know you didn't know that were really important, okay? <laughs> so it really helps me understand where you're coming from more than anything else, right? So again, if you would like any coaching on nutrition, just like with the fitness stuff, I would be happy to help. All you got to do is go to my website, moxie-club.com, click on work with Amy and schedule a free 20-minute coaching session with me. And if you want help with nutrition, I would ask that you keep like a three-day food journal of everything that you eat and drink before we actually have our session. So there will be no judgment. I just want the data so that we can get a clear picture of where things are now and how we can make some minor tweaks to make a really big impact. All right. So that's it for today. Next time I'm going to be talking about fats or lipids. And I'm going to actually give you a little teaser here. I'm going to be talking about eggs and whether or not you want to be eating just the egg whites or the whole egg with the yolk. <laughs> Something for you to think about, all right? So I'm going to wrap things up today with a quote by Mark Nepo. We are stronger gentler, more resilient, and more beautiful than any of us imagine. You've been listening to the Happy and Healthy Podcast with Amy Lang. If you enjoyed today's episode, by all means, hit the subscribe button now. If you're ready to get started, visit my website, moxieclub.com. That's M-O-X-I-E hyphen club.com and sign up for my free mini course, How to Lose Weight for the Last Time. And remember, making your choices when you're in a state of abundance is where the magic happens. Mm -hmm.